What's going on? Welcome to episode 48 of the RXP podcast, the podcast where three working professionals talk all about their love for movies, TV shows, and video games. I'm one of your hosts, Matt, and today I am joined by Tiffany. King Shark in the Suicide Squad is adorable. And Alex. Happy National Pumpkin Cheesecake Day. Oh, man, I love cheesecake. I love cheesecake. But I love pumpkin cheesecake. Like, love, love. And I'm also dating the podcast recording again. (laughs) You're doing this to aggravate me. (laughs) Tiffany loves that. Like, I think it's it's a shtick that uh, just keeps on giving, in my mind. (laughs) So let me take you all back to something that has happened in the past week called DC... Fandome 2021. Now, if you guys remember, episode two, episode two. Now, come on, we. This is what episode 48 of the podcast, right? Yeah. Episode two of the RXP podcast. Back when we were called the Recommended Experience Podcast, um, came out forever ago, um, all the way last year, and so we thought, let's do that again. We had such a good time talking about it the first time. Let's do it again. And so, you know what I did? I re-listened to episode number two of the RXP podcast, and I came up with a brand new game for the variety game segment called RXP Retrospective. Oh. So based, I have made up questions for how much you remember what we actually talked about and what people said during episode two. Uh So 46 of the main line episodes. That was a lifetime ago. Do you guys remember what you were doing last, what, September? Was that released? The same thing I was doing this time this year. Excellent. Well, we are going to test it out. I was playing Spiritfarer. Ooh, that information might be important for this game. But let's get to it. I'm going to ask you a set of questions. I also have a tiebreak question, just in case you guys get it right. Um, These are going to be, I'm going to give you both a couple tries to answer it each. If you don't get it within two tries, I think you guys will. If you don't, we'll just move on to the next question. Most points at the end, get it. Um, Just as a follow-up for a variety game segment of season two, Alex is ahead Two. To nothing, to nothing. So, Tiffany, this is your chance to leave me in the dust and have second place. Or Alex, you know, just take first and run with it, man. Are you guys ready? Yes. Maybe. Excellent. So, let me remind you, episode two of the RXP podcast, I started off the podcast, since I was hosting last year as well, I started off the podcast asking Yasser, who is still part of the crew, his progress on what video game that he was trying to finish prior to it leaving Game Pass. Red Dead Redemption 2. Ugh. Woo! Man, Alex Ah. with the quick punch. All right, it was Red Dead Redemption 2. Here's a bonus question, Tiffany. He did not finish past chapter one because he blamed it on what game that he was playing instead. This goes to either of you. In sept, in August, September, 
I, yeah, he kept blaming on the grind of this one game. I have no idea. Any I- guesses? I have no idea. Dead by Cause... Daylight. Wow. Alex with the steel trap. Two nothing. Goodness. God. Man, Alex is like. I should have known. You guys only talked about that game for like 18 years. <laughs> the funny thing is, me, Yasser, and Gerald played Dead by Daylight last night. So <laughs> we're still playing it. All right, Tiffany. Here's your second question for both of you. Tiffany, you were, you said during episode two, you know, there was another game released today called Blank that is available on all systems that I had to think about for about 20 minutes on what to buy it on. I ended up buying it on my Switch. It seems like another chill puzzle exploration game. What game were you talking about? I was talking about Spirit Fair. No. <gasps> Dang it! You were talking about Spirit Fair before this game. Wait, this. Uh, can I guess again? You get two tries. Either one. You uh, both get two tries. Um. The I Last ju- Campfire. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Tiffany! He got it. <laughs> it's three nothing. You know, honestly, all this tells me is that Alex is a good listener. Alex, Alex is a good listener. Alex has surprised me in the past. When I've said something just in passing, and he'll remember it, like, weeks later. Anyway. All right, Alex. Let's see if you remember what you were saying in this sentence. The The most excited I've heard you in the entire podcast was when you exclaimed, I will be Batgirl. Batgirl. Oh, Tiffany, beat you to the punch. <laughs> I- you said, I will be Batgirl with my tonfas. <laughs> I got it. Fantastic. Three to one. All right. Next question. I said, Suicide Squad game gives me big blank vibes. Basically, you replace orange for purple and you got it. Um... So now we realize you guys are a good listener, except when you're <laughs> listening to me. <laughs> Wait, no. you replace what with what? Could you repeat that? So I said, Suicide Squad game gives me big blank vibes. Basically, you replace orange for purple and you got it. Deadpool? Nope, not Deadpool. So the Suicide Squad game, which we actually saw in 2021 as well. Uh, Deathloop? Nope. Uh. Not Deathloop. All right, oh Alex. Boy. I can get used to your, this. Your uh, time to shine. Man, orange for purple. That That's the uh-huh. main thing is what what do I get used to it? And also vibes. What, ha- what has similar vibes to Suicide Squad but is orange? I will say I did not get these same vibes during this trailer. But during that initial trailer, it was the first thing I thought about. And actually, both you and Yasser agreed with me. I want to say Sunset <gasps> I got it. Overdrive. Dang, it is Sunset Overdrive. It. I, I thought of that Very after, good. after. All right. Whatever. So, Alex, you've taken this game four to one. We only have one more question left. But I want to tell you anyway. So, at the time of this recording... A certain game was coming out within the next week 
but was getting bad previews and literally no one was excited for it on the podcast. Any guesses? This week? The week yep, that we this recorded. This week last year. Oh. The week we recorded. It was the- something was coming out in the next week and all of us were talking about how bad it looked and that no one was excited to play it. Was it Avengers? Marvel's Avengers? <laughs> it was Marvel's <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> we absolutely just took the piss on Marvel's Avengers for like <laughs> at least a minute or two <laughs> of how bad it looked. And now looking back, Alex has the platinum. All three of us have played multiple hours of multiple different of the Avengers. Uh, I really think it's a fun game. So it's pretty funny to see us before any of us had played it, how much we thought it was, you know, going to be trash. Like, is it, is it a perfect game? No, but I, you know, I think it's fun. All right. So Alex, you took this one. You are now up three to nothing to nothing in the variety game show. Congratulations. Yeah. I just, I just need to create this buffer now, early in the year, because I know I'm just mm-hmm. going to fail later on, so this will give me some wiggle room to to have those failings later. Yeah, that's a spirit. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a, it was pretty fun to come up with the come up with the quiz and to see how far we've come actually, because I will tell you what, we have sound more animated in our voices right now than any of us did during episode two like we you could tell how uncomfortable we were talking into a mic into each other um which is kind of cool like it's kind of cool to see how much we've progressed um so look at us look at us we made it we made it or, to dc fandom 2021 <laughs> true <laughs> very true <laughs> oh my god all right everybody so dc fandom 2021 so the past is the past now we are here. We are happening right now. I want to know what you guys were thinking. Tiffany, let's just start with you. All right. What did DC Fandom do to you? Was it, did you find anything that you really loved or hyped about? Um, something that you th- weren't expecting? Any positive things for DC Fandom 2021? I wasn't expecting Black Adam or Flash footage. So that was kind of nice. Yeah. Um, Honestly, Ezra Miller's Flash doesn't really do anything for me, so mm-hmm. I wasn't that like, like super stoked about it. I do like Barry Allen as a character. Um, I watched the first like three seasons of The Flash on CW way back in the day. Um, the show's still going on, and I always meant to like watch more, but it just kept going and going and going, and I was like, oh no, like. 20 episodes behind turned into like Mm -hmm. 50 episodes behind turned into like all these crossovers that I've missed. So I've kind of left that in the dust, but um, that was kind of cool. I was not expecting any look at black Adam at all. And I know nothing about that character. Like, is it black Adam or atom? I think it's Adam as in like a name. Okay. Yeah. So like, I don't know anything, but I like Dwayne. I wish we saw a bit more of Shazam, Mm -hmm. Um, Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods. I have seen a look of Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu in costume, like on the internet in the last couple weeks. So I'm pretty excited about that. But I wish there was more. Honestly, like the Shazam, I think we only saw Zachary Levi and like that was really it. Like he's like, I'm excited Mm -hmm. to show you when it when time is right or something. You know what I mean? Or did I remember incorrectly? 
it was just yeah they had like a behind the scenes where you like saw people in costume but honestly i wasn't as sad about that just because i never actually got to watching the first shazam so it's like been on my backlog i adored the first shazam like it was way funnier than i ever expected and i and i liked it um but yeah so those were kind of the things that i like the games eh. um i don't know that i'm really sold on it especially because it makes me sad that the gotham knights is only a two-player game like that Mm -hmm. really bums me out king shark or Nana Way is like in the movie The Suicide Squad, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. I liked him a lot, but he was kind mm-hmm. of like a weird, uh, well, not weird, but he just had limited vocabulary. You know, he was almost like a um, like Hulk in Thor Ragnarok. Like that was essentially King Shark, and so like he was really endearing. Um, at the end of the little trailer clips that we saw, we saw like a weird remix where he was like just saying a bunch of random words. Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty adorable. When he was like, hand. Like, I don't, like, I just, I like him. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind It's kind of like that, that main trope, like of Mice and Men, like yeah. the Lenny yeah. character. Kind of like big, strong, but dumb. Yeah. It's kind of like, whatever. Yeah. Alex, what did you think about DC Fandom? You know, th- my main takeaway is, why are there so many lightning bolts? Like, you have Shazam <laughs> with true. lightning bolts, you have Flash with the lightning bolt, you have Black Adam with the, like, could they not think of, like, other things to represent these characters on their chests besides a lightning bolt? That's a good point. And yeah. also... Like, you've got a good point. And also, for the Flash and for Shazam, there are multiple... So add all of those lightning bolts as well. Oh like we God. have, it's a veritable <laughs> lightning storm up in here. You know, DC is bringing the thunder, <laughs> right? So I just thought it was very interesting that there was that that much imagery of that present. But um, besides that, I think my other like real main takeaway is I like the variety of what they showed, you know, in terms of going across the movies and across the shows and across the games. I think a lot of complaints to superhero movies in this day and age, or the fact that, (laughs) that uh, they follow kind of a similar template. So they all look the same (laughs) listeners. (laughs) I'll just want to point out, that we record these podcasts over video call and I like to speak with my hands a lot. And my co-podcaster here, Tiffany (laughs) was gesturing in a similar manner that I like to gesture in. And I was taken slightly aback by it, but anyway, you know, off tangent. Unbelievable. (laughs) Off tangent (laughs) and back on track. I, I liked how, despite, you know, obviously we don't know how these stories are going to play out, so maybe they'll follow the similar trope of like, hey, superhero story, you know, origin to them, them saving the day. But at least visually, they all had striking differences. You know, one thing, I liked the look of the Batman, you know, Robert Pattinson, you know, we yeah. got another extended look at that, another trailer with him as the Batman. Didn't like the line where he said, I am vengeance. I don't know. I just couldn't like take him seriously like that. Obviously, that's Batman's character. But Robert Pattinson saying, I am vengeance, didn't mm-hmm. feel like 
you know, just right to me, but maybe, you know, it's just a one line out of context. Maybe while I'm watching the movie, it has more impact, hopefully. Um, but yeah, there's like, right. There's that serious kind of gravelly nitty gritty design that that trailer for the Batman had. And then on the flip side you had, which what I thought was going to be an anime, you had the Catwoman animated movie, mm-hmm. you know, Catwoman hunted, right. That's apparently straight to Blu-ray slash DVD, which I found surprising, but I was very intrigued by that style, right? Like it's, it's obviously anime inspired, right? It's got that kind of more Japanese style art, with the character faces and how it visually looks color palette wise. And I was genuinely intrigued and I thought this was going to be like an anime style show. And when I found out it was a movie, I was slightly disappointed, but nonetheless Mm -hmm. still interested in potentially watching it. You know, if it is available somewhere, maybe HBO max. I mean, they did say it's coming to Blu-ray DVD, but I'm like, Oh, if it's on HBO max, maybe I sign up for a month, watch it. Uh, And then also going to the games, I'm super interested. I mean, obviously, you could say that maybe Suicide Squad and Gotham Knights kind of have a similar style, right? Mm-hmm. You know, visually, you could say, I could see those being in the same universe, and maybe, yeah. Uh, and also, gameplay-wise, hey, they're co-op-focused, you know, multiplayer games. But I, I do think they are bringing unique things to the table, right? As Tiffany mentioned before, you know, this is Suicide Squad being an adaptation similar to how the movie presented the characters with things like King Shard, Captain Boomerang, uh, Harley Quinn. Um, and then on the flip side, you have Arc Gotham Knights, which is doing a story, right, that hasn't been explored in the DC movies yet, right? That's a more relatively newer story mm-hmm. with the Court of Owls being one aspect of it. And I think both of these games are going to have you know, hopefully interesting new stories to show, right, fans. As me, you know, coming from a background where I'm not necessarily too into the comics themselves, but I am a connoisseur, if you will, of the movies and of, like, visual media, that I'm intrigued by all of this. Um, So definitely, you know, slightly disappointed that we only got release years for the two games, right, 2022 for both. But at least they're looking to try and get these out next year. So I'm definitely excited and I think overall, it was definitely a very good showing. And this is the type of, you know, series of trailers I want something like a fandom to bring, right? To give you a sneak peek at a bunch of different things that all have differing varying levels of like, if you're interested in this style, here's this for you. And if not, hopefully mm-hmm. this other thing is there for you. Yeah, you could say they brought the thunder to the dome. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no i i agree just to kind of basically say the exact same thing you both said like i i enjoy dc fandom again like two years in a row like i I think they've really made this almost like a standard of putting making a stage and making it worthwhile like i thought that they brought enough to the table that everyone is satisfied no matter what they're looking for um of course, like there's there's some things that just didn't jive with me, and we could talk about that later. But the things that I knew I wanted to see more of, um, the Batman being probably at the top of my list, seeing Matt Reeves Batman kind of in action and seeing because before we only we got that small trailer last year, and that was during COVID. They only had like 25% actually filmed, and they came out with something pretty good. Um, to see them have a little bit more time. 
uh, for them to have filmed now the entire movie. I am pumped for this to come out in March. Uh, this is that's going to be one of my most anticipated movies of the entire year. I think that the Riddler is one of my favorite Batman villains, so I'm excited to see kind of their new take on him. Um, going to the games, which I feel like were to um, Suicide Squad. Uh, Kill the Justice League and uh, Gotham Knights. I was interested for both, and um, I liked both trailers. I, I thought they were both really good. Um, the funny part about watching episode two, because last year they said 2021 for Gotham Knights, and Alex said, yeah, supposedly 2021, and we jokingly said, yep, see you 2022, <laughs> and it's funny because uh, we were kind of like prophets. Uh, we knew. We knew it was going to happen. Stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but gotham knights gotham likes looked good um i think that it looked maybe not as as refined as as i would hope to have seen it like this was more of a cinematic view of it um before we got a lot of gameplay and i think it looks a lot more fun than it looks as a trailer if that makes any sense um, I think that Suicide Squad really impressed me probably a little bit more just because I think that the voice acting and kind of like Rocksteady's polish for a trailer was just a little bit more than WB Montreal with Gotham Knights. I'm interested in both. I'll get both. Uh, I'll, I'm very excited for both of them. Who will um, you actually, play in Suicide Squad, Bat? Who oh, is your go-to Nightwing, character? For sure. Yeah. Nightwing is one of the best... DC characters, so there's not enough games that has Nightwing as an option, which means you can be Batgirl. That's what I'm saying. Well, he asked about Suicide Squad. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, sorry. I thought you said Gotham Knights. I mean, both. Um, sure. <laughs> I'm Batgirl. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not as tied to either like any of the one characters because I also don't know if this is going to be one where you choose one character or if this is going to be kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy where you're going to like control everyone kind of in like a D-pad like oh make King Shark do this or if it's going to be like Final Fantasy 7 remake where you're like hopping in between everybody um they haven't showed much Gameplay? Have to, did they show any gameplay in that trailer? No, Can I don't think of it. Yeah, I think they still haven't shown anything last year's trailer or this year's trailer, so it definitely is up in the air. But I thought it was multiplayer. No, that I don't know. Oh, I thought they did comment that it was also going to be like you can have multiplayer. So I was thinking it was more like Avengers style multiplayer. So like, Ooh. yeah, drop it's, in, it's going to be out. four player cooperative multiplayer. Okay, sweet. I want to be That'd King be Shark. Excellent. Okay. She called it. She called it. Alex, do you have any preference? Uh, I guess I kind of like the idea of Harley. I don't know, just her personality. Okay. Uh, you know, I might well, who who's left? We got Deadshot, um, Deadshot, Deadshot and Captain, and Captain Boomerang. Captain. Yeah. yeah, I'll probably have to go with Deadshot at that point. <laughs> 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 yeah it'll be okay um and then that means yasser has captain boomerang and we were set <laughs> lock it in lock it in um but yeah do like i'm planning on getting both of those at launch if they came out both like january february whatever i would get both of them at launch are you guys sold on them 
at this point? So I really actually, even though I called King Shark, I have to figure out what kind of gameplay style this is. Because if this is a straight up shooter, I can't do that. So then I won't be King Shark. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But King Shark also doesn't really use a gun. He just uses his body. So I don't really, like thematically, it doesn't make any sense for him to shoot a gun. Right. So if this is like Avengers, I'm down to play it. Um, for Gotham Knights, I'm a little bit... Like I said, if you guys are playing co-op, I'm not going to play it. Because <laughs> I can't play it with any, anyone really. So that's kind of where I'm at. Alex? Yeah, I think I'm at this point, despite even not seeing gameplay for... Uh, so it says squad kill the justice league yet i think i'm in on both i'm definitely in on gotham knights uh not having played every single arkham game but you know having played asylum city and night so i haven't played origins uh i really like that world and i you know not being the biggest batman fan but being interested in like right gotham city the vibe right the darkness the the evil that exists there right all the characters obviously we had uh penguin right in the mm-hmm. in the trailer himself and so that's a classic uh villain i think that has already got me in and the fact that it is not focused on batman makes it more interesting right because i am interested in the bat family like seeing who these other right quote unquote like proteges essentially of batman are and also right people say the court of our storyline is very good so i'm interested to see this storyline right translated to this uh interactive uh, medium and for suicide squad so you know just clarity of record i haven't seen the movie and i know you know some people might be more familiar with it if they have seen the movie that recently can't you know james Gunn's the suicide squad uh so i have no real attachment to these characters but i i like the vibe going for it right like james gunn does a certain style right not to say it's similar to guardians of the galaxy which i have seen but that's the kind of attitude i get with these characters and I think they're, you know, doing an interesting job in translating this to the game as well. So I think just by that factor, uh, I think I will be happy in whatever Suicide Squad is, except if it's a looter. Please, Rocksteady, mm-hmm. don't make it a looter. Just make it a fun cooperative action game, and I'm, I'm, I'm definitely in. Yeah, I kind of hope it's not a looter. Um which Rocksteady, like, this shares the same world as all the Arkham games, so I have high hopes for this story and to bring in a ton of great Easter eggs for any DC fan fans out there. Um, the trailer makes me so interested in the story because I love the thought of, like, the tagline is, don't be a hero, which usually is, like, a, a common trope, but this is, like, meaning, like, you're actually having to kill all the heroes Uh, that that to me just sounds amazing um gotham knights i talked about at length in episode two um listening back um about the court of owls it's one of my favorite still to this day one of my favorite uh stories uh in just batman history i think it's something that more people should know about so i'm expecting a lot uh, from the game so hopefully the gameplay kind of holds up and that'll be fun co-op wise Speaking to the don't be a hero line and kind of some of the graphic content that was in the trailer for Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, how graphic do you think it'll actually be? Like, is this, are we going to see King Shark like gobbling up humans like in 
the movie? Like, is that going to be a thing, do you think? Well, he did gobble up hum- the The Suicide Squad, I think, was rated R. Um, so he straight up ate people. But I'm right. looking... But is I'm- the game going to be like that, too? Like, are they going to keep that same... Like, obviously, it's going to be a mature game, just probably due to language. But are we getting that graphic violence in the game? That's a really good question. I mean, I'm looking more at these characters and they're like... Um, their weapon look and King Shark is holding a knife in like promo material. Mm-hmm. So he just seems like a melee tank kind of dude. Um, yeah. And his head is smaller than in the movie. Like obviously this version of these characters are different than the either movie rep- representation. But like in the movie, The Suicide Squad, his when he opened his mouth, he could straight up shove a human in his mouth. In this movie, his head is like a normal shaped, like a, a slightly bigger human sized head. So honestly, it does, I don't think he'd be as easily gobbling up individuals. So you know what I mean? Like he'd have to like, you know, break off an arm and eat it like a chicken wing versus just straight up whole swallowing them. So who knows? Maybe this will be rated mature. Right now, ESRB has it rated as teen, but I suspect it going to M. Um, Arkham Knight, which was their last one in 2015, was rated M. So I I don't foresee it being any less mature than Arkham Knight. So I definitely think this is going to be kind of gory. Like we saw someone's head blown off um, in the trailer. So like I think I think it's probably going to lean towards it. It's also going to have. I'm trying not to base it all on Rocksteady's past because, like, even in the description of all of Rocksteady's games, it's, like, action, adventure, crime. And for this one, it's the only one that's action, adventure, comedy. So I think they're going to go for a different route with this. Like, it definitely seems like it's super, like, they're really playing into this. Um, I I think I'll be interested to see kind of how Guardians of the Galaxy pulls this off and if that kind of brushes me the wrong way maybe i won't be as excited to have something similar like in a dc space but we'll see I, i'm very excited for it um but honestly now i don't want to see another cgi trailer for it like i'm ready to see gameplay finally um at this point oh yeah cool and if it's supposed to be coming out in 2022 like we need a gameplay trailer stat yeah i like that we've seen gameplay for gotham knights and then it really it was set initially for 2021. I think that should come first and I don't know how like I don't know how close together they'll plan to have those releases. So, we'll see. If it doesn't come out in quarter 1 or 2 of 2021 or 2022, um I don't think Suicide Squad would would come in 2022. So, We'll see. Cool concept, at least. So let's talk a little bit about maybe things that didn't really hit. Um, I want to kind of start this off because I don't know about you guys, but I think the trailer was like a minute, maybe two, but I could not be less interested in the uh, peace, peacekeeper, peacemaker. What's peacemaker. Peacemaker. Yeah. Yeah. This trailer's like, so bad he doesn't know the name of the character. Like, John Cena, can't even see him, you know, like, the dude, I just am not interested in that show. I don't have HBO Max anyway, 
but I would not be caught watching that show. Like, it, to me, it's like, that's not what I want out of superhero stuff. Like, it's just very campy. Um, I wasn't a big... I'm not a big fan of that character anyway, so um, wasn't really interested. Um, but that was probably the worst thing I saw from all the trailers. Um, most everything else besides that, I was pretty whatever with. Um, I kind of I kind of agree with you, Tiffany, about Ezra Miller. Um, it's just an interesting thing. I'm I'm more interested in Michael Keaton reprising his role as Batman than I am about any story about the flash. So <laughs> that's that. Um, peacekeeper was kind of whatever in peacemaker. No, his name is peace. Maker. Oh, freak. Is it peacemaker? Yeah. Oh, dang. <laughs> At least the name of the movie is peacemaker. Oh, I don't dang. know if the character's he's... name is peacekeeper, but no way. I think he's peace. Probably not. I think he's peacemaker. I think you're right. On. Yeah, oh boy, this was not a memorable trailer. So yeah, peacemaker. He was whatever in the Ugh. movie. I mean, like, first of all, when the show started talking about a butt baby, I was like, I'm not into this humor. He was whatever. He was all right in the in the movie. If anything, he had a like kind of a rivalry with Idris's Elba's character, whose name mm-hmm. I do not recall what his name is. But like, there's a joke that. Like he like when they get Peacemaker to join the team, they're like, what's his ability? And he's like, I can make anything a weapon. And then literally the guy, Idris' Elvis character is like, but that's me. Like, I can also do that. Like, why do we need this guy? Like, you know, (laughs) like that was like kind of the joke that they have similar um, ability. And like they both talked about how they like can shoot the bullet and like the bullet like they'll like one of them would use a smaller bullet and they would go through the bullet hole that the other one just did and then the other one would use an even smaller bullet to go through that bullet hole of the bullet hole and all whatever like that's kind of the humor that they're playing with in this like universe and like James Gunn's the Suicide Squad so his character was fine but obviously with that particular movie there were so many other characters that you kind of you know, you got to know like this rat lady and like not you know not away or King Shark who I came to really like, um, but yeah. So I'm not that that into the show at all. You actually see some of the similar characters that showed up in the movie, which I did think was kind of cool. That's one thing that I'm okay with, or like I applaud them for attempting to sort of make their own show from the movie universe. Right? MCU has like the golden touch, like. Every, they really do. They like they really care about their storytelling and in weaving their stories throughout the different cinematic properties and methods. And so, you know, DC's trying to do the same too because they fail they've pretty much failed miserably with the their cinematic unit or their extended mm-hmm. universe, the DCEU. The yeah. DC extended universe. Um I didn't feel much for the Batwoman show. I was kind of like, what am I even watching right now? When I, I'm not familiar with that show at all. So when I was watching the trailer, honestly, I kind of like looked at my phone. Yeah, for sure. It wasn't even that long of a trailer, but I really wasn't into it. What was it? Batwoman and Alice or something? I I was like, who's Alice? Oh yeah. Who, Are we supposed to know who, who that is? Who is Alice? I don't know. I was like, is at it? At first I was like, is this Poison Ivy or something? Like, 
but I I don't I have no idea. I also thought that, but I only thought that because I she kind of looked like Uma Thurman to me. I literally had nothing else exactly. to go off of. Um, <laughs> so Alex- the question is though, it's Batwoman season three. So it's the third season of the show. So has it always been Batwoman and Alice, or is it is Batwoman season three called Batwoman and Alice? I have no idea, and I don't care to research it. I'd- I didn't even know there were two seasons already. I knew that there was a Batwoman show, but yeah, I guess okay. I didn't know how long there was. But anyway, yeah, I wasn't really feeling much. And I'm gonna be honest with you both: the Batman was way dark for me, like so dark i mean i know he is darkness and vengeance like i understand that that's him as a character um mm-hmm. but it was also like vengeance. really he's also really red like the show like the trailer was really red at the same time mm-hmm. um so we'll see i, I mean i want to see it but i wasn't like this is it this is it from you know what i mean like i wasn't mm-hmm. i wasn't really feeling that but i am excited for it i am intrigued and honestly when we first get that front facial shot of Robert Pattinson in the mask. I literally was like, oh, that's Batman. Like, he has the chiseled neck to make that shot. Like, I literally was like, that's Batman. It's Batman. Yeah, it's like anyone can wear the cowl, but yeah. it's the chin, yes. the jawline, and yes. the neck that's like, oh, you know, that defines yeah. who you are as Batman. Exactly. It's like they usually ask for face shots. And headshots, it's like no, 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 just, just chin down. Yeah, like let's look at it. Yeah, and he was. I like when I think Batman, I think of that jawline, and he's got it. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. I'm in. Can let me? Can we just come to the defense of the Batman? Because I, like I, Yasser actually made this point in episode two when he said. He's worried about it being so dark because it it takes a lot to like make a dark movie good, um, like it, it it's a fine fine line. I'm I'm interested, and I think it it looks good. Like I to me I think it's it's a little bit mad, and I think this is supposed to be an early part of his career where he's just starting out. Like you could tell, like he just has like a muscle car. He doesn't even have a Batmobile. Like it it's just like. A rocket on a car. Yeah, and that's bu- it. budget Batmobile. Yeah, yeah. Um, my least favorite part of the entire trailer were his sunglasses. Like when he was Bruce Wayne, I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> like they were. Just look back at his sunglasses; they're not great. Um, but I think, I think it's hard to see it until we're in the theater. Hopefully, in March of this year, it still comes out. Um, and we can sit and watch it. I think with everything around, I think it's just going to be, hopefully hits all the right tones. Um, but I think this is, this is going to be a dark movie. Like I think this is going to be one of the more mature Batman experiences in a similar way of like the Joker I thought was like a, a very mature take on a beloved character. Um, I'm hoping for the same thing from this, from this rendition. But I also, like, I didn't care for the Joker. Like, after I mm-hmm. watched it, I was like, that, I just felt uncomfortable the entire movie. And then I left even more uncomfortable. I feel like that was the point, though. Like, I, I feel like that was the point of the movie. I mean, that could be the point, but I didn't enjoy myself still. You know what I mean? Like, I'm never going to watch that movie again because I just. <clears throat> That's true. I didn't enjoy myself. But, you know, when he says, like, I am vengeance, I thought he was going to say, like, I am the dark. Or no, or I am the night or something. 
think like I was like, and then he said, I'm vengeance. And I was like, okay, I mean, that also makes sense. So, you know, well, yeah, I mean, I'm willing to check it out. Also, what is he making his suit out of? Because he like, he took like a hundred bullets to the chest and he's just like walking. I'm like, what? <laughs> What is this? He's like, wearing a Superman skin. Right. Must be. Like, I think that's where all his budget came from. Like, this is a multimillionaire, and he's like, no, nah, I'll just take the old car, but I'm investing in some armor. All right? Yeah. You know, it's like a fireworks show in the hallway. Yeah. He's just, like, yeah. walking. Walking down town. Just walking. And the dudes just stay there and keep shooting him, and he just grabs their guns. Like... I feel like at that point, I would also walk away from him if I was, like, shooting a guy, like, in a hallway. But maybe that's just me. I don't know. Anyway, Alex, was there anything that just grinded your gears? I mean, I agree with uh, Peacemaker and Batwoman and Alice. Just, you know, I maybe it's because I wasn't pre-exposed to the stuff they came from, right? Never saw Suicide Squad, never saw any of the other seasons of Batwoman. So I really have no purchase. But on top of that, I also was very disinterested in League of Super Pets. <gasps> I mostly, was kind of into it. <laughs> mostly because it's weird to me, and maybe this is just maybe due to lack of actors or maybe due to lack of like variety slash inclusion in the industry. But... Right, we already get Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Black Adam. He appears in person, right? He presents Black Adam himself. But then they reuse him again to be crypto in this. And I'm like, but you're already Black Adam. I know there's completely separate things, right? And like, you know, League of Super Pets is more of a kid-oriented show that, you know, will be, you know, serialized and have multiple episodes. But also... I feel it's very weird to kind of double down, right? Like you look at Marvel and, you know, typically they try to keep unique actors for everything, right? So it lets you identify, hey, this actor is this character, whether it's across a show that they've produced or a movie. And it just feels weird that DC is already reusing actors. And so we are like Black Adam hasn't even come out yet. And we're already reusing The Rock as another character. Yes, it's an animated dog, but still, you know, the voice is very uh, recognizable. And on the flip side, right, his, you know, counterpart in the show, Kevin Hart as Ace, right, he's not in the DC universe. That makes sense. I'm glad to see him there. But also, yeah, I felt like we could have had someone else be crypto in that show. And so it's 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 just off-putting that they're, to me at least, that right now they're already reusing actors. See, I was kind of into it because I like The Rock and Kevin Hart's dynamic a lot. Like, they're freaking hilarious in the way that they rag on each other in real life and in, like, the movies that they're put in are hysterical. Like, Jumanji, mm -hmm. like, they're hysterical. They're seriously brothers from another mother. So, like, watching them be kind of at it in this, like, animated, basically, Secret Life of Pets, re like, take yeah. on superhero pets... I'm into, but I can see your point about how, like, does it always have to be Dwayne? Does it, like, you know, they could gotten another buff, not even buff, mm -hmm. just, like, deep-voiced dude. Yeah, he's voicing a dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I could do it. Yeah. All right? DC, well, DC, hire Matt, him. I don't Tweet know Tweet at us <laughs> at RXP <laughs> underscore podcast. I don't know about that, but. Listen, I can do it. You know, okay. Give me a script. Okay. Um, you can email. I think Kevin Kevin Hart though, his his work on Secret Life of Pets, I will never question his ability to to voice an animated 
creature <laughs> and, his, or pet. His rabbit like he's, character. <laughs> he's the best part of those movies. I I've I, never I love it. I've never watched those movies to be completely honest. Oh, it's it's quite good. Uh, yeah. Like this is a summer blockbuster. Like this is something I'll take my nephews to. Like I know I'm going to take my nephews to this in the summer because they'll love it. They love Batman just like their uncle. And like, we're gonna watch this pet movie, <laughs> but and you know what? Who's... I'll be thinking about The Rock the entire time. Wait, is Ace supposed to be Batman's dog? Who's Ace? I have no idea. Then why did you say Crypto... about Crypto is Superman's Crypto... dog? Crypto is Superman's dog, but like they're they're I'm just saying they're big DC fans oh, too. Like okay. they yeah, um, which they're you know they're big fans of Marvel too. But anyway, um, yeah, I. Rock is Rock is like so hot right now. Like he's he's in everything. <laughs> he's hustling. You know what? Honestly, I think he's our this next generation's Nick Cage. He's just like hustling like no one's business. You know? Okay, I don't mean like the caliber of Nick Cage, but I mean like <laughs> remember when Nick Cage was in like a thousand National movies? Treasure. He was in like a billion movies because he was just like he peaked. Yeah, yeah. So I think Dwayne is just trying to do it while he can't. You know. Do it while he can. Which I did yeah. watch Moana, and that was spectacular. So, like, I, The Rock is great. Yeah. But I, I get Alex's point. And I want to clarify, you know, I don't hate The Rock, right? I, too, appreciate The Rock. I right? love The Rock. Like, yeah. The Rock, you know, if you're listening to this, which you probably aren't, you know, I appreciate your acting. I appreciate your contribution to the industry. Mm-hmm. I just, you're overloading me right now with all your muscles, and I just can't handle all this you know, muscular muscle muscles, you know, what? so the, the muscular muscle muscles. You heard it here, guys. Oh, my God. Everyone's tuning out right now. We're trying to protect you, Mr. The Rock. Um, and so by doing that, you know, we'll we'll take we'll take the role. Mr. We'll Johnson. Here. Mr. Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've heard it both ways. All right. That's DC Fandom. 2021 i feel like it showed us a lot um there's so much more that we could probably talk about with it but i think this is i'm i'm excited for a dc event every year because honestly it's not the mcu i i don't know if the dceu will ever be like the mcu Uh, maybe we can have another episode later on about like what would dc have to do to get to mcu status because i feel like They've got a long way to go, but I'm excited about it, and I think they're focusing on their strengths, and we'll see if any of the stuff actually comes out in 2022. Yeah, I was about to say, like, everything they pretty much showed, nothing's coming out this year. Like, what have they been doing? Like, what's DC been doing? They've been prepping. The storm. The storm is forming. Oh, God. (laughs) They've been signing contracts with The Rock. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) It's like a three-for-one deal, you know? You never know. All right, everybody. Well, that's episode 48 of the RXP podcast. If you want to tell us your favorite part about DC Fandom, why don't you hit us up on our Gmail at rxp.podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter, rxp underscore podcast. Uh, But for all of us, listen to these sweet, sweet tunes from Grandmaster Doug, and we will see you next time.
vengeance. You know, break off an arm and eat it like a chicken wing. Vengeance.